This is a Props.com production. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered! Well, I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. I see my daughter for the first time each day. Welcome to the favorite part of my day. It is the Bostonian versus the book. He is Dave Sheriffin. I am Matt Peralta. We are here on a Wednesday. The Anik hat says, Dave, one more sleep. One more sleep to the NFL draft here right. in Vegas happening tomorrow. But before we get to the draft, you didn't come to dinner last night. And no. you missed out on a really ridiculous moment that we'll talk about here at the top. How are you? Um, I'm good. Shaking, not stirred. <laughs> At a couple, man. Oh man, you're fired up. I mean, my 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 DMs, my my things are uh, just <laughs> my timeline. Usually, I'm the cause of that for other people. I just clicked on this a couple minutes ago. I got eleven alerts. All this other <laughs> stuff. You're talking about all of this, man. What what the hell? All right, so let's just talk about what the hell happened last night. So it's. So Darren Sumner, who is our bet prep extraordinaire, who gives us the prop of the bet prop of the day every day, Darren's in town for the draft. So I went to our big boss and said, hey, I never really met Darren and he does all this work for us. Can I take the guys out? Can we go out to dinner on the company? And he was like, yeah, he's like, you know, let's keep it within reason, but go ahead and, and, and do that. So I made the res. I offered it up to Patrick Everson and all the writers and all those guys are tied up doing draft stuff. They're like, yep. uh, maybe we can't do it. Sorry. So I'm like, all right. So I, it was me, you, Farah, and Darren, you had to work. So you <laughs> weren't did. there. Yes. So it was Matt, me and Darren. So we go to a place. I'm not going to, everyone's asking me the name of the place. Not going <laughs> to, I'm not outing it. This is a small town. I, I like going out to eat. I would like to get seated at a restaurant in the future. I don't want to ruin someone's reputation. We don't need to do that. Don't need to do that. Okay. I like the establishment. I like the meal, except for this part. So I'm in the process of ordering, and it's one of these like very swanky up and coming steakhouses in Vegas. And if Uh you know, it's off strip, but not really. It's about a mile off the strip. So it's, they kind of want to act like they're on the strip, but they're not on the strip. Okay. So I intentionally go off the strip. It's in like a parking area that's like a, has all this construction. It's like it's like it was bizarre when we parked. I was like, "What the hell is going on?" I'd never been yeah. there before. So I'm ordering what I normally order, which is an Elijah Craig old fashioned. That's kind of so I always I always ask like, "What's your spin on your old fashioned? What do you make? What's your whiskey drink?" And while I'm thinking about doing, Matt orders a dirty martini, and I'm like, "You know what? That sounds really good. That's my other drink that I often order." I was like. Yeah. I was like, do you have blue cheese stuff? Bottles? She's like, yeah. I'm like, okay, great. That's wonderful. So I order one, Matt orders one. We both order another round after like, we're there for like three hours. So like I have a couple, Matt has a couple. I wake up this morning and I'm just like perusing. This is not, this is company money now. Okay. This is just not my money, but it's our company's right. money. So they're going to reimburse me. It's on my credit card, but they're going to reimburse me and whatever. 
looking at the bill. <laughs> they charged $3.50 per drink for blue cheese stuffed olives, blue which Jesus. Matt didn't That's- even eat. Matt didn't even eat his. He just got them because <laughs> he liked it in the drink. He didn't even eat them. I ate them. I have never in my life, Dave, $3.50 for a garnish. What is going on? Yeah, Blue cheese is expensive. <laughs> Arugula, what, what? Come on. Must Gorgonzola is not shortage. expensive. Is a blue cheese shortage in America? <laughs> you can buy somebody, a friend of mine on Twitter, you can buy a, a little jar of blue cheese stuffed olives for $8. No, I'm with you. I mean, that's ridiculous. That's like charging for the glass that the martini comes in. You know what I mean? It's, it's like, like charging for ice. It's it's, it's insanity. It's yeah. It's a garnish. What's next? A lime? Hey, I want a, I want a Tito's and tonic with a lime. Yeah, that's a buck fifty for the lime. <laughs> what are we doing in this country? We're charging, just charge more for the drink. Just charge more for the drink. Like if you if you're hurting that badly, just charge it was $14 for the martini. Just charge just charge $18 for the martini if you have to, okay? Just charge that. I'd be willing to pay for an overpriced drink than you charging me for a garnish. Yeah, the, the, the bill was a little pricey. I didn't realize that they had tacked on uh, a bunch of extra random ticky-tacky stuff. That's funny. Insane. In the book, before you leave the counter, sir, you got to check your ticket. <laughs> I mean, well, I you gotta, checked I, it this morning? What would you have done had you seen that last night? I don't know. I was two drinks in, so I don't know. I mean, <laughs> chances are I may have raised my hand and said, uh, what is that? You you charged you added $17.50 onto the bill for garnishes. Now it's not a lot of money. Okay. I, I get it. It's in the grand scheme of things. You know, my steak was $31. So like, but why is my answer? Is my question. Like resort fees piss me off anyway. Yeah. Like, this is worse than resort fees. It's same but different. But yeah, how much is an olive? If I went, if I went to a a, a store and asked for an individual olive, what is what are they charging me? Ten, Ten cents. Ten cents, right? I, I mean, that's the number that came to my head. Okay. I don't know. So then yeah. one, and then one. The insert. boys are all here. Somebody tell us how much an olive costs. Okay. They tell us I'm, something I'm, else. I'm, so I'm, I'm, where, where are you gonna buy one olive, dude? I'm just saying, hypoth- hypothetically, <laughs> what, what would be if, if it's a, it's like grapes and olives are loose. Sometimes you can go buy them like you buy by the handful. You can grab them a bag and you can buy market, olives. Market, market, yeah. Yeah. So like, let's just say it's ten cents. So it's twenty cents. How much cheese is in an olive? Five cents worth, 10 cents worth. Let's say 25 cents worth. Let's just go round number. Let's just say that each one of these olives is 25 cents. So 50 cents for this garnish is what it's costing them. The markup to 350 is insane. It's pretty good. The margin <laughs> is better than like anything. It I, I don't know, man. I, I was in furniture. Drugs yep. and furniture. I mean, that, that, that those two things and got big markup. Olives apparently have big markup too. <laughs> and you put blue cheese in them, mofos. Ho, ho! They become hot items, man. Look out. Look out. Hey, so are they green come, olives or are they black olives? They're green olives. Yeah, they're green. I, listen, they're I don't green. know. I hate olives. Oh, I, really? I've had okay. one olive in my whole life and really? I've never had another one. I hate them. Right. Why? Gosh, I don't like why? the way they taste. They're, Black they're, olives or green olives? They're, they're a very distinctive thing. People either love them or hate them. I used to hate them, and now I like them. How old were you when you first had them, Dave? 
old enough that I don't remember. <laughs> I really, old, I just know. Old enough like, I don't remember. People get, people get that everything pizza and the black olives are on there. Right. I'm the guy that picks them off. That's fine. I like black olives on my pizza personally, but that's just a personal, a personal. I've tried thing. it. I don't like it. But so then you've only had black olives, not green olives. No. Listen, we had green olives in the house. Green it's Italian household. <laughs> we had there's green olives in the house. I didn't eat them. I hated Jay, them. J. Dow says Shark Tank would be drooling over the profit margins. That's a great line. There you go. Yeah, See? we're in the wrong business, uh, yeah. bro. We should be in the olive making business. Uh, right? Seriously, hey, that's right? how the whole Godfather thing started. Olive business. Gosh, that's we such should, a ridiculous moment. Should, I mean, again, make a BVB hat with an olive on it. <laughs> Seriously, look again. This is not. This oh, is yeah. the company's money. Okay, so I look to protect the company's money. I asked for this opportunity to go out to dinner with these guys, and I want to be able to do it again. So, like, I don't like gouging the company by any means. Company's not going to get mad at me for what we spent. I just think it's outrageous. I just think in, when people come to this town, I want them to come back to this town. I want them to keep on coming back to this town because it keeps our town alive. If I'm a if I'm a tourist, if I come in here for three to four days, maybe I don't care. Maybe I do. Maybe I am splurging by going out to this steakhouse because I want to take my girlfriend, husband, wife, whatever, out on the town. And we're going to go to a dinner and a show. And we go to dinner and I look at the bill and I've ordered two dirty martinis and you've charged me $7 for a garnish on top of the price of the drink. on top of the price of the drink which is always overpriced which is fine i get that in vegas we always we have expensive drink prices and frankly if you don't make a good drink in this town you don't stay open okay everyone who comes to visit me is always like damn these drinks are great i'm like yes you don't have a good drink in vegas you don't stay open right i mean our mixologists bartenders whatever you want to call them are the best in the world and i love seeing people's reactions to drinks they used to order at home versus what it tastes like here always tastes better in vegas we're just better at it but no on a 350 garnish no not sitting well with me today dave that adds a lot to the bill hell yeah it added 17 dollars to the bill yeah it added 17 dollars that put, i mean it's just uh, whatever it's just a complete do you tip order. off that or do you tip off the, the, the no? The I told you it goes to this without morning. the garnish. Like, no, I, I mean I tip twenty percent off the full bill. I, I mean, I, I would have, I should have. I mean, if yeah, I mean, I absolutely should have gone through it and been like, yeah, I'm taking seventeen dollars off this because you didn't tell us that you charge three fifty for. So next time you go to a bar, if you or somebody else orders a martini with olives, you may want to ask, are the olives free? They might look at you like you're crazy. Be like, what do you mean are the olives free? But yeah, you may need to ask, are the olives yeah. free? I, I, I listened to this show called Boston versus a book. And these guys were talking about these olives. They give sports betting advice, but they were talking about the olives and they said they made charge for them. And then they go, what are you saying? You don't do that, right? You don't charge for olives, right? Either don't charge for olives or don't tell me you heard it on Bostonian versus the book. When a guy puts some <laughs> shit in your drink that you don't want. In yeah. addition to them, blue cheese stuffed olives. Ugh, just a ridiculous moment. Man. All right. Man. So today, Dave, yes, sir. Headline 5 p.m. in Las Vegas, 8 p.m. Eastern, but 5 p.m. for the hats. Nope. 5 p.m. for the draft betting. That's confirmed. confirmed 24 hours before the draft begins. Double confirmed. Yep. Reached out to a couple people. Uh, gaming. This, is, this, this is a gaming control board thing. This is not an individual. You must stop yep. taking bets as of 5 p.m. By the way, does that mean you can be in line at 501 and they won't take your bet? Yep. Oh, that sucks. Terrible. That is so terrible. 
Because <laughs> you know the line's coming right at four o'clock. You know the line's coming. Of people, course. People are going to be in line trying to get their bets down at four. You're going to go, ah, oh, shit, I got to get my bet in. And then there's the line. There's people coming from the airport. Right in. Come yep. and get there. And they're going to get there at 502 and they're not going to be able to bet it. They're going to be waiting in line. There's going to be some guy betting, you know, the second race at <laughs> Northfield. <laughs> Because there's two riders on at the time and the ones at lunch. So you got to wait behind the horse. You know what's going to happen. I've seen this happen. It's terrible. And I mean, it's to protect. But listen, this is applies in West Virginia. I just, I did, I did my other show, Eight in a Box with, with Brad Howe this morning. Okay. He's in West Virginia. DraftKings is turning it off at eight o'clock Eastern there. Wow. And in Pennsylvania, because newbies on that show too, they don't have draft uh, betting. Yeah, in New York either. You can't bet on the draft in New York either. So it's much as you know, as much as you start to absorb, like, oh, Vegas doesn't do this. Vegas does. This is a unique thing all over the place. So yes, it sucks, and yes, people. The problem is that they're here. They, right. They're going to be here, and um. It's going to be a small amount, small percentage of people that this will actually affect because a lot of people that are coming here, nine out of 10 aren't going to bet on the draft. They have no interest. But if they could, you they might. 90% of people coming to the draft do not want to have action on the draft. Correct. Might be higher. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. They don't, they don't care to put a bet on who's getting picked first. Who's picking, you know, how many quarterbacks are taken? All gonna, these things I'm we're gonna, in a vacuum. I'm gonna call I'm gonna call bullshit on that. I don't I don't think 90 You're in the world, you're in the space. No, I've lived uh-uh. in the books. They just don't handle on this shit. I'm telling you the truth. Dude, if if you don't like look into or bet on college, then you have zero interest in the draft because you have no idea who any of these guys are. You know, like, all I, right, maybe I'll, all right, maybe I'll, I don't know though. Cause I know so many people who just are going to come here who are casually going to bet whatever they're told to bet. Like, Hey, do me a favor, put down a bet on whomever. And they're going to go put a bet down on it just because they're here. You'd be surprised. Ah. It's not like that for the draft. People get that money and go bet the Super Bowl, go bet the conference, go bet a season win in the NFL. They'll Our bet team, college man. to win it all. It's, it's, it's different. All right. Okay. It's, wrong. it's surprising. It's, Surprising. Yeah. I, I thought that they would. But yeah. All right. But okay. So let's talk about so this. In New York, it's not available at all. No, it's not legal in New York. No, I learned that today because people are all, <laughs> I have two draft bets I put up on a couple days ago and they're like, I can't bet it. I can't find it on my app. Where's the NFL draft on my app? And I'm like, oh, where do you live? New York. I don't know. Is New York legal? Nope. Can't bet the draft in New York. Oh, Okay. It's very strange because I mean, like I do the, the sports grid shows with guys that are in New York and we're looking at the FanDuel app while we're on the show. It's Jersey. they can't see half the shit that yeah. I see. Right. Because you're looking at Jersey. I'm, I actually I click Pennsylvania just because okay. that's where I'm, I, but it seems like it has the biggest menu because mm-hmm. they're the oldest, either Jersey or Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much exclusive. Like they were first. Right. And so they have passed all of the legal ramifications of being able to offer stuff. So the menu is always there. And he's like, yeah, I can't, I don't see that. And then 
We walk through the menu to find the drop down, and it's just not there. That's frustrating for betters because you don't know. Yeah, because you don't understand. It's the same thing when you go. If I if I made a Rutgers bet for basketball, and people in Jersey are like, "Where's the Rutgers game?" <laughs> You can't, you can't bet it. What the hell? I can't bet the Rutgers game. No, you can't bet the Rutgers game. Why not? Can't bet Rutgers in New Jersey. No, that's stupid. I can bet live time prop bets, but I can't bet Rutgers. Right. Correct. (laughs) Real time prop betting. You can do it in the in-game prop betting is allowed, but no, you can't bet on Rutgers. Can you imagine stepping over to state line in New Jersey and in New York? Like you can bet the live draft, the next pick in New Jersey. You can't bet any prop in New New York. York. So you literally cross over the board and relocate your phone and have accounts of both, and you could do. Well, it. You can't do that because the river j- separates. But yes, I know what you're saying. You can't separate. Well, yeah, but I mean, yeah. you can go in the path. You can go up and down on the path. You can go underneath the river, left and right, and yes, you can. Silly, do silly. It's throwing a baseball across the river, and there you go. But no, you can't. That separates the two. It's ridiculous. It is, but you know. Do we have any advice? Do you have any advice, Dave? Other than not betting the draft, do you have any advice for people who want to bet the draft? Damn, you took my thunder. I was going to say, don't I, 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 I knew you were going with this. Yes, I, I'm taking your thunder because I want actual um, recommendation from a bookmaker, not something like, don't fucking bet this. It's dumb. I know what you're going to say. <laughs> no, like, I mean, I've heard a couple really good things from, you know, people that I respect. And I mean, you know, Frankie's been dialed into this for two weeks. Frankie's been talking to people and getting stuff. So, I mean, you can follow certain guys. Um, if you're just going to, I would tell people keep it fun yes. one. So I would, I would say if your normal bet, I would bet half units. Like you talk about it all quarter, the time. I'm the doing juice. quarter. I'm doing quarter units. Right. I, I'm, I'm thin, thin, thin. This is all for fun. This is just, yeah. let's have a little skin in the game and and not give a flip. If the whole thing blows up and you lose every bet, because it's very possible that you lose Co- everything. Correct. So I think you have to um, bet with a grain of salt. So obviously I think temper your, your, unit size. And I think really like focusing on individuals for this stuff is tough. I think you focus on position groups. Like Like I heard a great prop about, you know, the number of quarterbacks taken in the first round is two and a half. Yeah. I personally would bet under because everything that I've seen and heard, it's, you know, Malik Willis and maybe now Kenny Pickett. I mean, his stock is dropping. Like maybe. I mean, it's 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 amazing how far he's fallen. The extra year, the only problem with the the quarterback grouping is that the extra year incentivizes teams at 30, 31, 32 to take a quarterback because you get the extra year. So right. it's a five-year contract versus a four-year contract. So right. hit lightning in a bottle. That's how Lamar Jackson got picked 32nd. Right. Okay. So um, but yeah, I mean, like the the wide receiver one is up to like six and a half taken. I would go under that. Mm-hmm. You know, just based on the number, I think it's just that's a ten, lot. The number for the SEC players taken in the first round is 10 and a half. It's a big number. It's almost half the it, it's more. It's a quarter of the draft. Literally, it's, it's over a quarter of the draft. You know, well, 11 would be a quarter. You want to bet that under, though? Or sorry, I mean, a third. Sorry, a third of the first. Yeah, I don't want to bet it under, but it, it just seems like it's heavy. That number's 10 and a half is lot <laughs> to have sec to have 10 and a half sec players taken is a high number 11 is a lot the other thing i think you have to like caution people that are new to it or that are looking to make plays today before deadlines get turn it off or whatever is 
don't get overwhelmed with the line movement. I mean, these okay. things aren't, it's not like moving normal lines. Okay. Like a couple bets get taken and something can go from plus 350 to minus 250 in one bet or two bets. Like wow. these, so it's not a, you know, huge public side. It's not, first of all, there's no public side in any of this. Okay. The public doesn't bet this. This is a very sharp market. So books have to really, I don't want to say over move, but aggressively move these numbers. So everything you've ever heard or learned or listened to in content, whether it's this show or other shows, and talking about line movement and fishy lines and all the things that all the expressions that people use doesn't apply to this. So just keep that in mind. I mean, it doesn't mean because something moved from plus 350 to minus 200, it's not a bet. It's probably means it's a double bet, like at this point. So you, so if you're sitting, because all of us are, and Jeff Dawson, Frankie, and I were all on Twitter, and and, and Casey Olson too. All four of us were on Twitter today, because we're all sitting on plus 190 on Trayvon Walker to go number one. We've all got bets. We all have tickets on all the. And, and yeah. I got it. I mean, you said it was one or two bets. It's minus 250 at certain books right now. Yeah. This is happening. Yeah, I I don't feel good about the line movement, even though I've got insane value. So you think it's you like the line movement there? If you're sitting on a ticket, you feel like that well, that's true. Yeah. yeah, I do. Okay. I based on who bet it and how it's moved, I think it's probably gonna happen. It's wild gonna- because the reports out of Jacksonville are that there is an, a war going on between uh Trent Balky and Shad Khan as to who gets picked. And supposedly Doug Peterson wants an offensive lineman. So they're all three. Hutchinson's the owner. Hutchinson's the owner. Walker is Balky's pick. And Peterson wants an offensive tackle. Which is what you should get. Doug Peterson's right. You should draft. You should take an offensive tackle to, to protect Trevor Lawrence. Protect Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, so I would, I would say that Doug Peterson being the former quarterback is the right one on this. But it's the, it's the Jaguars. So they're not going to do what you're supposed to do. But then again... If you read mock, like I was reading Fox Sports today, fi- their final uh, top 150 talent available in the draft, they have Walker at number eight as the best available player in this draft. Yet, even in their description, saying Walker has the potential to be the best player in the draft. <laughs> so, like, why are they eight? Doesn't make any sense. Wow. So, like, everyone's hedging their bets. Everybody is trying to figure out what the hell is going to happen. But, I mean, Walker is a freak athletically. It's got insane right. numbers. Right. So, I mean, if you could be the best player in the draft, don't you draft him number one? Isn't that the point of drafting on potential? Yeah. I mean, yes. But again, we've seen stranger things happen. The draft is so one trade, it could mess up a couple different Everything. things. Everything. You know? Yep. Yes. 100%. One team goes up to number two, and everyone's mock draft is blown up, and it's all done. Everything's done. Sounds like Hutchinson, if he doesn't get taken second, isn't going to get taken for a while. Right? So, like, you can you can bet his draft position. If you don't think the lines are going to do it, you just bet over whatever his number is. I think it's four and a half or five. I bet half. over one and a half at plus 160. Oh. That's what I bet on him. Wow. Okay. So, now it's minus 275 on that bet now. Like it's, that's the other insane line movement that I got, but I correlated it. Cause I said, okay, Walker goes one plus one ninety, that flipped to 200, 250. And then I had Hutchinson not going one, his 
one and a half was his position. So him going over, going two or higher. Now it's top five. If you want to get him to fall out of the top five, you can get plus money on that. But it's still like minus one eighty five for two hundred for for him to be in the top five. But it's like the same bet because if the teams don't trade out of three, four, or five, none of them are you, taking him. You see it, right? It just all kind of falls. So it makes perfect. I mean, that's my advice to anybody is one, I think you have to make plus money bets here. I wouldn't be laying juice. Like, I don't think there's any value in the Walker bet, even though you can say, go ahead and it's going to happen. I don't think there's any value in it. So I think anything is like anything is over minus 120, I wouldn't touch. Just have fun with it. Go find some bets that you think, because crazy things happen all the time. So like if everyone's like, ah, oh, guaranteed three quarterbacks are going. And okay, we'll take a flyer on it. If it's over two and a half and it's plus 115, 120, whatever it might be, jump on it. I think it's decent. If you talk about under 10 and a half players and 10 get picked, you cash bet plus money. So I just think quarter unit plus money bets is is how I am looking to bet the draft personally. Think about this though. Like if you lay 250, mm-hmm. just say $25 to win 10 bucks. Right. And you know it's going to happen. I mean, or you're, but you're we very do, We just talked about it. We, we, we don't know. That's the problem. I know. But like, as far as laying juice, I mean, that's a 40% return in 10 minutes. Like, it takes 10 minutes. You're on the clock. The team's on the clock for 10 minutes. We can't bet it, though. I mean, we need to bet it today. Okay. So you tie up your money for 24 <laughs> yeah, hours. You right. make 40% so return in 24 hours. Okay, I mean, I guess. I, I mean, again, I don't. But I don't buy. I would sit in the book screen. and go, "This is dead. This is dead. This is dead." Nine times so, out of ten, so you think Walker's for sure going number one? As of right now, yes. Yeah. Right, yes. that's the problem. As of right now, one tweet from Adam Schefter changes the entire board because people bet it, not from the tweet. No, because he says the Jacksonville Jaguars, if they you, you're at the number one pick, you can announce who you're taking. The NFL Correct. doesn't want you. The NFL doesn't want you to, because which is why draft. I think it's fair to have the books turn it off today. Bullshit. The ones that leave it up for tomorrow. Shit, shit. They're all babies and wimps. Take a bet. You're always talking about taking a bet. Take a bet. Well, it's I mean, the it's can't. the one point. It's the one event where the public and the pros are on equal footing. It's all about knowledge and information and who knows what and where and how. Nothing to do with algorithms, nothing to do with models, nothing to do with game theory. This is the one event where the professionals and the and the public don't equally have access at most tar- and most turns to information when it yeah, comes but out. The, even then they they have the same the same situation arises with a game, but then the game happens and there's a chance that it could Right. You know, you could have all the best information. It's sports. Things right. can happen. Right. With the draft, that don't happen. Right. <laughs> Which is That's why I think books should have to take action on draft day. There you go. I wish they would, but they don't, unfortunately. All right. Atlanta did it, Dave. Jimmy Butler screwed my bet. We we uh, we willed Atlanta into covering the spread. I laid seven, six, five. Four, four close. Atlanta plus four. Yeah. It lost by three. Yeah. Insane. One in 25. Now they lost and they covered even the closing number, the tiny three point move on Jimmy Butler. Yeah. Miami wins. Atlanta done. 
Did we jinx Did watch it? the end of the game? No, I just watched highlights. Very aggravating if you had Miami. Really? At four? Oh, yeah. They were up the or whole seven. game. Yeah, I knew that. And then just literally stopped scoring and let, you know, Trey Young wasn't in and Atlanta scored and then fouled. Yeah. Missed a free throw. Atlanta scored. And then fouled. You're like, wait a second. This thing's it's sitting on four right now. And you just, I mean, you watch the end of the games. It's tough. It's, 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 it's a tough watch when the, the decision is one, but the margin of victory is not. And happened twice to me last night. Oh, with what other game? Minus six on Memphis. Well, they win. They were never winning no, that game, but they won. <laughs> but they won. I was straight up two and oh, picking the winner. Oh, and two betting it. <laughs> How'd our money line all three favorites do for hockey? No, for basketball. Remember, we uh, said if all it three won, yep. all three, but it, we were still laying major juice though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but remember that was the juice we're talking about how, how expensive that was going to be to do that. But we knew that all three favorites were winning. We, we, well, Memphis you know, got, I mean, that was, I want to say that was lucky. lucky. It was fortunate. Well, I mean, <laughs> they went and won it, but Minnesota. You want to talk about, I mean, I hate to use that choke job word and stuff, but Minnesota could not figure out how to just get two stops. They just couldn't get two stops. And I'll tell you what, I was thinking what was going to happen at the end of that game was Minnesota made a most fundamental, tremendous play in a bounce pass right. to the corner to get the game tying three. So it was tied with 3.7 seconds left. And I was like, this thing's going to overtime. Right. And Memphis is going to win in cover. Like, there's no doubt in my mind. Because how are they going to get a good shot off in 3.7 seconds? Oh, we're going to go for the steal. Yeah. That's what we're going to do. So now Jaw has an open lane to the basket. Game Anthony over. Edwards, young kid, tries to make a superstar play. <clears throat> gives up the bucket. Game over. Yeah. That's Jaw's first big playoff moment. Game-winning shot. Did you see the dunk earlier? Yeah, dunk was insane. The dunk was the dunk was the one that did it for me. Literally came out of my chair on the air. First time that ever happened. Forgot that I was actually not forgot because I wasn't talking. But when he went up and over, I jumped up and was like, "Oh!" And like Dane and Scott were like. Dude, what just happened? Are you okay? And I'm like, oh, I'm fine. I said, wait till you see it because I got a little bit of a faster feed. Right. <laughs> and then they saw it. And that I mean, that was the moment. And then he goes and wins the game. Meanwhile, they're going to go lose game six. I'm just telling you now. I like our bet, bet Minnesota to win the series in that situation. I like oh. that. I didn't even look at that yet. What is that price? I like that. Ooh. It's well, probably, let's know, see, 400 plus 400. Yeah, I was going to say 500. I, I mean, so I don't know. I, like the Grizzlies are a better team. So they are, but Minnesota at home is going to be, that's, gonna, that's a tough team to beat at home with their backs. It's locked them. right now. Is it really locked? <laughs> okay. Let me hit refresh, maybe open up. Yeah, here. that would make sense. That's a bet. That, I like that bet a lot. Go ahead and bet. T-Wolves win the series, come back and bet in game seven. There it is. Plus 460, boys. There you go. Yeah. 
yeah. plus 460. That I like of all the game sixes we're going to see. I like that. I think the Timberwolves will win game six. It's it's it, it's possible. And at plus 460, it's worth betting on. Yeah. And that series has been everything that we thought Boston and Brooklyn was going to be. Yeah. We thought we'd get brawls, fights, you know, nail biting games coming down to last possessions. Boston was not. It was easy for the Timberwolves, though. I mean, they've been in even the games they're they're losing. They're right there. So they got to feel like, hey, win game six and then it's a game seven and who knows what can happen. It's funny. Did you see the line for game six? No. Well, what's the line? Four. Have you not been listening to the show? <laughs> what, the automatic the road, reset? It should be the, two? Road, the road team. So Memphis is favored by two or one and a half? One. <laughs> one? That's yeah. That's just it's, dumb. <laughs> how, is, how are the team rules not favored in that game? That's just <laughs> dumb. Well, it's already moved to pick at one okay, place. Okay, fine. Thank you. My and, God, that's dumb. But it's 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 plug and play. It's it's, it's so, so ridiculous. Dumb. So dumb. <laughs> really is so dumb. Well, you're, that, that's you're super the, confident that the Timberwolves are going to win that game? No, they should, they should be favored. They're at home in a backs against the wall situation of a game six. But think about it from the from the book's point of view, the odds maker point of view. We know you're going to bet Memphis. Why do we have to give you plus four when you're going to lay one? <sighs> Fine. I mean, it's the same logic as what, like the Nets were favored in every single game, you know. It's, I mean, because of the same lot, like you know, back against the wall, like they gotta win. Yeah. And but you know, they just Celtics are better. So what are you gonna do? Yeah, I, I mean, it's it's crazy, but that's that's part of making the number, knowing the price you can put up without having to give away the store and still have the best of it. I think I think the books would think like you. I know I'm thinking like you, where <laughs> I like Minnesota, and they should be two and a half or three, right? Or higher. Four. At home. Four. Mine's have four. You, yeah. Well, I, I don't – I mean, four would be an automatic take. They would unload. I mean, guys would yeah. be driving in Brinks trucks to take two possessions with Memphis. So I'd be like, listen, stop, relax. We can't give away four. But – you can put one on Memphis up top, you know, the, the road team favored, and get the sharp guy money and the bag money now because for two days all you're going to type is Memphis bets. Right. Jaw highlights, all this other stuff. That thing's going seven. Interesting. Yeah. That's really interesting. Did you see Jaw? Uh, so Beverly made a shot late. And he did the two short thing. Yeah. Jaw went down and made the shot back and did it back. And then it's, they asked him about it after the game. But Jaw's cool, man. He's a, he's a young kid, but he's got that like veteran presence, yeah. leadership, like, and he don't care. I mean, that's the best part. What we're seeing in that series has been so much fun to see. This is the next generation. Like, this is the next. Jaw's a superstar. He's going to be. Jaw, Tatum. Yep. You're seeing yeah. Him. Right. When Boston, you're seeing it with Tatum. Yep. Um, and I mean, Carl Anthony Towns is a very good basketball player. Very good. He hits. I'm not big sure he's hit his ceiling yet. By the way, I think he's still improving. I think so too. Yeah. Um. But when you want to, when you when you're asked to carry that load of being a star, I mean, you got to kind of really sell it 
Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure Carl Anthony Towns is in that position to be that guy right now. I don't know if he ever will be. I mean, we talked about it yesterday. It's hard being the big guy in the room. Everybody's looking at you. Everybody's always talking about you. So maybe it's not him. But, I mean, Beverly's doing it. And, you know, Edwards, uh, did, they got a good basketball team. Like, the the, the West is retooling. Mm-hmm. And the Lakers are not part of the discussion. Like, it's, this is fun to see. Because Boston has one of them, and the Lakers don't. <laughs> so, yes, it's very fun. I do enjoy that a lot. That, yes. That's happening. All right, so Arizona, I told you, one of the three monster dogs in the NHL last night was going Good to call. win. Arizona, plus five bitty. Biggest one. Gets a W last night against the t- against Minnesota. Tremendous. How about that? <laughs> um, that? That was the parlay killer. Yep. Like, that crushed everyone last you night. You know, Butch like. Butch were in yeah. love with that game last night. Oh, that one. Just throw it up. People used to do this at the window all the time. And throw it a wild on there. For the hell of like, it. Yeah. Well, because it adds a little bit to a parlay. Not mm-hmm. much. Minus 650 don't add much at all. But if a parlay paid, you know. $38, it would pay $41, right. you know, if you added that. And they can't lose because it's minus 650. Why would, you know, yeah. it's gigantic. It's a, I mean, that one just sweeps them all. Oh. Knocks them all off the board. It's yep. big. So Vegas loses in a shootout, Dave, last night. Come on. Again, Gumpy gets his W. Lose a lead. Lose a lead again. This is, an- this another is another one. Two to one. Going in it. Two to one going into the third period. He gave up a goal in the first five minutes of the third. Two two can't get the can't get the game winner, and then they lose back to back must win games in shootouts for Vegas. It's an alarming pattern developing. Season over it, officially, officially over. Yeah, change is coming. Change is coming. You it's would think can't. first time in franchise history the Vegas Golden Knights will not be in the postseason. It's weird. It's weird and it's bad timing. It's bad timing for the franchise, given the hype train for the Raiders. It gives them the entire spring in the wake of the draft to have the market to themselves. Correct. I mean, this is the biggest football season. This is going to be, I can't, it's so weird. I don't know how you feel about this. And maybe I'm just 45 and I'm, and you've known this for a long time, but like it is, uh, Years always go fast. Months always go fast. But I really feel like the offseason for football is like non-existent. Like it's just like football season's here. It's April. And I feel like football's tomorrow. Like (laughs) the the Raiders are playing tomorrow. Like it's crazy. Draft is tomorrow. And then it's like mini camp opens in June. July is training camp. And then we get to September and we start playing. Like we're almost into football season and it's April 27th. And I know it's not anywhere near being here. It just feels like it. And now with the night done and not in the playoffs, this is a market like when the Bruins get eliminated or the Blackhawks or the, 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 the Penguins, Canadians, you know, when, when, when the hockey markets lose their team, they still watch hockey. This market's not going to watch hockey. This market's going to go somewhere else. And that's don't not think great. So? I don't think so. No, I don't think people are diehard hockey fans. They like the Knights. They like the team. They don't, they have so much other things going on. It's hard to watch hockey on TV when it's 95 degrees outside. Yeah. You're watching golf. 
You're watching the NBA. You're right. You're right. Because this happens like in LA, this happened in Phoenix. When I lived there, I was the only one I would go to the, you know, we'd go to the bar and I'd ask to turn the hockey game on. They're like, there's still hockey going on. Like nobody even cared or knew. Yes. And bad. I mean, when I first moved to Phoenix, this was like this in Pittsburgh all the time. And like the, the NFL season never ends in Pittsburgh. They're talking about from the draft to the mini camps to who's playing practice. It never ends. So being in that news cycle, I get it. And then when I moved to Phoenix was very different because the Cardinals games were blacked out. I mean, when I moved there, they were, they weren't even on TV. The home games weren't on television. So yes, kids, nobody- back, back in the day, yes, kids, that actually was a thing that they would black out your TV. You could not watch the game on TV unless you sold out the home stadium. And they never sold out the home stadium when I lived there. They never. Oh, the Cowboys games. The Cowboys games were on because oh. they, the Dallas fans would fill. But I went, I went years without seeing the Patriots on TV. I mean, only on the road, never at home. Kids, this is true. I mean, brigade members like, that are too disgusting. young to... This is this is one hundred percent. Think about the logic of that. I I tell this all the time in my in my class at UNLV. Like the logic of this, it's the same logic of people with sports betting online and with applications. It's the same exact thing. The idea that if I put a game on TV, people are not going to go to the game. So in order for them to, if you want to see the game, you have to go buy a ticket to go to the game, instead of realizing that millions of people can watch it on TV and not millions of people can go to the games because it's for whatever reason, tickets, travel, parking, time, whatever it might be. We were dumb. We were pretty stupid. Well, I mean, back in the day, there weren't all these other options. The only way you could see your local market was on TV. Yeah, it's idiotic. So they were trying to incentivize you go to go to the game. It didn't work. (laughs) Oh, it did for a long time in a lot of places. I mean, like Pittsburgh sold out. Pittsburgh hasn't had a game blacked out in 50 years. Yeah, because they wanted to go to the game. They like going to the games, but people would, it wasn't like, it wasn't a gun to people's heads of like, uh uh-oh, it's not going to be on TV because the Steelers generally were good. Patriots sucked. I mean, they were, Steelers were a laughingstock for 50 years before they got good. 50 years before the 70s? Yeah. Okay, but then you grew up in the 80s. You grew up in the wake of all that. It's like telling the Patriots, Patriots could go 0-17 for the next 10 years. People are still going to the games. They watched six titles. Yeah, it's a different It's a different environment. Okay, that's fine. But In the wake of a championship run, a dynasty, you got fans for life. It becomes part of your routine. Like going to the game is just part of what you do as a family. Win or lose, you're just going to the game. Patriots were two and 14 many years growing up for me. Two and 14 was like like a common occurrence and the stadium sucked. I would go to one game a year. We'd sit in the damn bleachers. You freeze your ass off because the thing was frozen solid. It sucked. It was absolutely awful. And the team was horrible. Right. So yeah, people were like, we aren't going to these games. (laughs) So, so now we don't have playoff hockey here. Right. To go to. Or just follow. I can tell you this, like even in the books, it's secondary behind NBA playoffs. I mean, NBA wow. playoffs 100% take with the, the Knights in, in play or without the Knights in play? No, the Knights, local casinos, Knights trumped everything It with sound on the main screen. Every time they played, 
had to be on. And then even down on the strip, we put it on with sound unless we had gigantic action at that book. We would always put the Knights game on. But now the NHL will go back to the way it was before the Knights were here. Side TV, no sound. If a group comes in to watch it, you know, we'll we'll put that request where they're sitting. Right. It'll never be on a big screen the next two months, playoffs, unless it's singled out. It'll never be on. They'll put they'll put a, a, a Red Sox game on or a Yankees wow. game on or something before. This is gonna happen uh tomorrow. So we've got our event for Props Arizona at a bar in Scottsdale with Doug and Sean that are gonna be out there. It just happens. We did, we thought this series was going to be over. It's not over. So tomorrow in Phoenix with the Cardinals, it's it's football, right? Cardinals may trade into the first round. There's rumors about what they may or may not. Well, be they don't have do. a first round pick, right? Right, but they might try to trade in. They they may try to get to okay. Okay. Cardinals might come in. There's some scuttlebutt. They need a receiver. It's a deep receiver draft. They may try to make some moves to get into the later part of the first round. What's the I mean? they're going to us to an NFL draft party <laughs> with game six going on simultaneously. Uh Oh, right. <laughs> that was my, my email to everyone was that was like, ah, what's the bar going to do for Thursday? They said NFL draft. That will, the sound will be on for the NFL draft. I was like, okay, <laughs> that's going to be an interesting scene. <laughs> At least the start might be, but when that Suns games come on, that they're, they're going to go to that. I'm telling I you. I would agree with that I, I concur. Or maybe they would switch it, like to have someone switch when the podium, you know, photo, you know yeah. get, get the pick and then go back to the game yeah. type of thing. I think it's that's the way we out. did it. I mean, and that that appeased everybody. Yeah. Because the games are still the games. Like, and especially with betting, I mean, yeah, you can see when your guy got picked, but. You don't you need to it. like read be it watching it. Yeah, yeah you my, can read it. Madeline has, I tried to explain to her what tomorrow night is. And she just like, impossible. It, she has no, I it's like, impossible. she's like, wait, you're going to a sporting event? I was like, no, but you're going to cover for the Raider. You bet on it? Yeah. You're going to watch them pick players? Yeah. Why? <laughs> I was like, it's, it's not a game. Question. No, it's not a game. Why? <laughs> you know, exactly. it's, like, it's hard to explain, but yes, it's a made for TV event. It is definitely an odd yeah. that hit me the most. When I went to the, the first time I ever covered the draft was back in, in New York at, uh, at music at, at radio, radio city music hall. And I was, um, I was in the stands. I was in, in the media pit, whatever. And like the amount of time it takes between picks you realize that if you're not having the talking heads and the highlight reel packages and everything else, it is, it is absolutely the most boring thing to be at. Terrible, terrible to be at. It's such a made for TV event. Like everyone's like, yeah, I'm going to the draft. Okay. And you get there and it's like, it's pick 17. You're like, Oh my God, why am I here? This is so (laughs) bad. What am I doing here? This is like, I got, it's pick six. I got 16 more of these. Are you serious? And it get 10 minutes between and they trade, it goes back on the clock. And like, what? It's like 930. I'm going to be here to what time? It is such a made for TV event. It's like, be very happy that you're at. Never feel like no FOMO about missing out here. But yes, yes, it's Vegas. And yes, we have fun parties and things after the draft. But the actual draft itself, it is not meant for people watching it live. Uh Uh-uh. TV event. Jessica went to the NHL draft a couple of years. She went up to Montreal. She went up to Quebec. Really? 
Yeah, because my buddy uh, was running a card shop, and I told you she was the runner. Okay. So, you know, he used to give her the cards. So he asked me to go, and I'm like, look, man, I, I can't do it. That's a long drive. I ain't driving to Montreal, driving to Quebec. You know, yeah, but nobody goes, dude. We get all the access. You can see all the players. I'm like, listen, I'll see them when they come to town to play. <laughs> I ain't going to see him get picked in a suit. On top of their their 17-year-old kids who play in, like, minors and colleges. and Right. They're not even, like, playing. At least the college football kids, when they get picked, you're like, you've seen these kids play. Yes. You know something about them as to what they've done. At least the top of the draft. You know, you know, they played national championship or SEC or whatever. You've seen them play in big football games. Yeah. It's very different. Totally. Totally, totally different. Uh, okay, so I had one win last night. Boston Bruins get with a plus 115. They get home for me against the Florida Panthers. They did. Does If Florida is the number one seed, do you actually buy into this idea that they don't want the president's trophy? I mean, that's a good... It's a good media narrative. I mean, I mean, I bet off of it, so I mean, but in a cash, yeah. but... Like, do you think they're going to lose the next two games and they're going to hope that they're like, should you be betting against Florida the next two games is the question. I think you should be betting against a lot of these teams the next couple games that okay. positions are pretty much nailed. Like, they don't care about these games. It is very, very hard to go out there and play. Even hockey, who, you know, they play every shift. Like, it could be ending anytime. You look down at the puck and get run, you're done. I mean, like, it could happen that fast, the way as fast as they're moving and stuff. But, I mean, I I would be checking lineups. I think there's going to be a lot of healthy scratches. I think there's going to be a lot of things. Like, I don't know if Florida is trying to lose, but I don't know if they're trying to win at all. Okay. So, I'm telling you, these numbers, these last week, I mean, I used to joke, just make every game minus 150 and let them bet it. How are you making a team minus 650? Well, let's go to it. Dallas Stars tonight are minus 550 against Arizona. It's absurd. Same team that won last night as a plus 450 dog. It's ridiculous. (laughs) And Dallas is in. Dallas clinched last night. Knocked out Vegas. Nashville, Dallas, in. Why are they they minus 550 after Arizona won last night? Back well, because because I'm sure that yesterday, without knowing and asking anybody, there was probably almost no handle on that game. Right. In general. They're hoping the same thing happens tonight. <laughs> just don't bet it. Like, like, just leave us alone. We, we're focused on these draft props till five o'clock. Um, you know, we got to deal with this baseball and all this other stuff. Hey, put up 550. That's what it was last night. Put it up again. Yeah, but they both played last night in Arizona one. Yeah, no, don't matter. If they want to bet Arizona, go ahead. If they definitely want to lay 550, go ahead. Boy. Um, watch big number. The, the way this moves. Okay. I, I I wouldn't bet anything right now. Jordan says technically Dallas hasn't clinched yet. I mean, haven't they clinched a playoff spot though? Or does or if Dallas loses both games and Vegas wins both games? Because Vegas is down, aren't they behind by six points right now? So what are they not? What are they? What haven't they, what haven't they clinched? 
Nashville's. I, I thought. Nashville's I thought they won. They clinched a spot with two points yesterday, which they. So did I. That's what I thought. Hold on. Let me look at this. That's. I thought that they clinched a playoff spot last night. Uh. Okay. So Dallas. Mikey Awesome said hockey is awesome. It's funny Dallas, when he uses awesome in in a sense. So Dallas hasn't clinched it. So Vegas is four points. All right. So they. So technically, Dallas needs one more point to clinch. Okay. So technically, Dallas needs to win. You know, they're down by four points. But so Vegas holds the tiebreaker on Dallas. Is that what we're even after last night? They must, because otherwise it would be clinched because they're four points down with two games left. I thought that I thought Vegas is officially eliminated. They're not not officially. They're not officially eliminated. They're just eliminated. We know they're eliminated, but they're not officially. They don't have an X next to their name in the standings. Correct. Correct. They're the last team in all of hockey left. There's only one team left in all of hockey. It's the Vegas Golden Knights that are not either in Dallas is not in yet officially Vegas is not out yet officially. So they get oh. one point. The next two games Dallas is in. Oh, well, so that game time. So Dallas has to win both. That's Dallas true. has to lose both games in regulation and Vegas must win both games in regulation or just, just win both games. Actually just win both games. And then I guess Vegas gets in. Okay. So that's why the line's five fifty. Yeah. So Vegas Dallas, is two Dallas needs a point. So Vegas is two and one against Vegas this oh. year. Against Dallas. So Vegas has the tiebreak on Dallas. Wow. So Vegas was two and oh going into that game last night and can't find a way to win. Man, that's struggling. That's just brutal. But that's why the line is that. I wouldn't bet it. I wouldn't touch it. Leave it alone. Find something else. Hockey is the best sport to watch and play. Probably disagree with that, but I, I like watching hockey. I like watching hockey a lot. So much fun to play. Play, sure. I like basketball better than hockey, but to play. But football is better to watch than hockey, personally. Can you skate? I can't stop. That is a problem. I can I can skate fast. Just can't stop. Yeah. <laughs> I've, always, I've always been able to. Same thing with skiing. I can ski real fast down and can't really stop. I've never really mastered the the slide turn. Quick turn? No. The slide stop. I don't know. I've never really been. It was, I had to choose playing AAU basketball when I was growing up in Andover. You had to choose three different sports. It was hockey, skiing, or basketball. Couldn't do, couldn't do either one. You had to, you had to pick one or the other. So if you played basketball, you're always playing basketball. If you went on a ski trip and blew your knee out, you were done. They would 86 you and you never would play basketball again. Oh, it was a big, it was really, it was a serious deal. Cause I mean, Andover is about a two hour drive from, from big ski, ski slopes in New Hampshire and Maine. So a lot of families in my town had money. So a lot of family would, would go up there on ski vacations and the, you know, the higher level AAU teams you got onto, they basically said, look guys, like you want to play on this team? Fine. Your skiing days are over. Your skating days are over. You're not blowing knees out. You're not going on family ski vacations. If you come to me and tell me, hey, my family's going away for a long weekend, you're off the team. So it was very clear, right? Very well. So I never literally learned how to ski. What a jerk. No, it was just my town was super competitive with sports. My town was I very, get it. Like it's okay serious. to be that way, but like I I I mean, I've I've been that coach. Yeah. I encourage the kids to play other sports. And if he wasn't playing on a family weekend, it was if you you went to like, because we played over long weekends, we would play AAU tournaments. So like kids would be like, hey, my family's going to Waterville Valley to to go skiing and I'm not going to be here. And the coach was like, yeah, you're off the team. Like you're done. (laughs) That's (laughs) cold. Yeah, you can't do it. So it was, it was always made very clear at tryouts. I remember every year at tryouts, they would, they would like line everybody up and they'd walk up and down and say, who skis? Who plays hockey? Do you want to keep doing that? There's the door. 
it was very, like that? Yeah, it was very clear. It was very much like we don't mess around with this. Like we are here. We're playing to win. We're playing yeah. to, you know, we're, we're not we're not here to have these, you know, excuses or families or injuries. Really, a lot of it was injuries, too. Like, you know, kids pull their knees out. Kids would roll their ankles. Kids would get hurt playing hockey, hit puck, whatever. But it was OK if they got hurt playing basketball. Correct. Correct. Bad coaching. Oh, my entire town. My yeah. I mean, I mean, we got coaches like that everywhere. I got yeah. I got guys I, I coach against. They're the same thing. You know, I, I end up with some of their girls on my team. Because I'm like, they're like, Coach Dave, can I play volleyball? Well, yeah, but during the season, you have to tell me if you're going to go play volleyball at a tournament so I can replace you. Right. But if you're good enough and you want to pay the dues and stay on our team, I would never cut a kid because now that might limit your playing time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, if you're choosing that more than you're choosing here, I can't put you in over somebody else that's here every practice and is putting in the work. But. So you can skate and can't stop. You can ski and can't stop. You've had to run into some boards or end up in a yard sale at the bottom of a hill once or twice then. Uh-huh. <laughs> this, is, this is not uh-huh. good. Uh-uh. At, least in, at least with hockey skating or, or, or ice skating, you can at least hit something and stop. Like you can, you can, roll, into, yeah. you can Just, roll into a board and you can grab yourself right. and get into a board. Skiing is a little bit more hairy because I you can take people out. Like I've had, yeah. I've had near misses of taking people out. So it's yeah, it's not great. It's not it's not it's not ideal. Me ski me on a ski slope is fast and reckless. <laughs> it's not good. So I can do the whole turn. I can do the whole yeah. like you know because yeah. I I cross country skied growing up with my dad. So I oh I was, okay I was able to do that. So I'd go cross country skiing, which I to this day. It's really hard and really boring and not something I recommend anybody doing. It's, you know, especially for a kid 10 years old, it's torture. It's complete. Oh, it's like, how do you sell that? That's, I did that one. I I, I wasn't ever sold this. My father was shut your damn mouth and let's go up the hill type of thing. Like I had no choice. Yeah, it was, I I didn't have a choice in the matter. It was like, hey, it's weekend. It's weekend with dad. Parents are divorced. You're going with your dad. Hey, by the way, we're going cross country skiing. Let's go. Oh, you know, we're not, not taking yes or no. You're not. You know, this is not something you can say anything about. So, yeah, that was so I can I can cross your ski really well. Like I can they call skating on ice on yeah. ice, on snow. I can skate. Yeah. I can do all that stuff with cross skiing. So can even stop a little bit with cross skiing because the the skis are thinner. So are that you're right? Easier. It's easier yeah. to get them. It's easier. The edges are easier to get a little. Yeah. And it's easier than on yeah. an actual heavier downhill ski. Yeah, I. I mean, I started skating when I was four. I started playing hockey on a team when I was five. I mean, I played hockey my whole life. So I naturally could ski. I just didn't like being cold. And then. Sucks. Well, it was terrible. And then like the one time I fell down, the ski fell off as I went down. That's good. That's actually because you could hurt yourself if it didn't. Yeah, but I was at the top of the hill. (laughs) Did it slide down? The whole way. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah, I had sucks. to unclip the other and ski down, and walk yeah. down oh, the hill. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, I was like, "This is this best is part bullshit. of the skis is is the way up on the gondola. That's the best part of skiing. <laughs> I like that. That was oh, fun. when you're scared of heights. <laughs> oh, I'm not scared of heights. I, I, oh, I uh, Matt Rafter has got a question for you, Dave, in terms yes, of hockey sir. playoffs. Do we start to see fives come back from a total perspective? Because it gets to the playoffs, we haven't seen a five in a while. I haven't seen a five in a it's while. It's been a different season. 
um, where we saw more sevens and we saw fives. Yep. <laughs> and that has really never happened. Scoring was up so much in the NHL, a lot. Even bad teams were scoring goals. I'm old enough to remember making games of four and a half in the <sighs> NHL. In the and going on, it was a 3-1 final. I mean, you just wow. knew it was going to be that. So you'd have four and a half over juiced and, you know, try to let them bet it. And we did pretty well in a lot of those games because they mm-hmm. usually went under. Uh, yeah, I think um, we will see it. I think so. I okay. think so, Rafferty. Uh, I, I, I think maybe not right away, but as as we get past the first round and, and the matchups tighten up even more and like the team that's playing is the only way to win those games is to keep it 0-0 or one nothing through two so the final score is only 2-1 or maximum 3-2. I love that total yesterday in the Knights game. I just, I, I mean, I was like, that game's three two. Um, and we saw five and a half. Yep. I think we will, but I think you're going to see books reluctant to do it, um, early. Okay. Uh, yeah. Mets, by the way, are cracking. Stephen Matz, one and two thirds, four earned runs, first and third, five hits given up, four one Mets here on the top of the second. So. Yeah. Former Met pitcher getting hit hard by his former team. <laughs> Better start to miss their Met love. And I don't know. They're, the Mets are 14 and five and nine and three on the road. About to go to 10 and three on the road. Whew. Without the Grom. Without the Grom. Not throwing. They have one of the best ERAs from a staff perspective without the Grom throwing a single pitch this year. It's absurd. So look out for the Mets, man. They, they might be cooking something. It's early but they might be cooking up something pretty interesting. They're coming for them Dodgers buckets. They're coming for the Dodgers. Pump the brakes on that just a little bit. Okay. uh, Before we do the games for tonight. Yes. Perfect opportunity for our first ever hat giveaway. Oh yeah. So here is what happened. What are we wearing today? Yesterday. It's nice. So we are producing these hats, not this hat, but those hats. Right. Yesterday, we had 30 people do this, and we're going to keep on today, tomorrow, and Friday. This is going to go the rest of the week, okay? Here are the rules as to how you guys can win a BVB hat. Pay attention, Brigade. It's easy. You just subscribe. You follow us on Twitter at Boston versus the book, okay? Follow the Twitter. Then go to Apple Podcasts. You're going to leave a review. Here's one thing, Okay. A lot of you are asking, why weren't your reviews popping up? Apple vets all the reviews, okay? So it doesn't pop up instantly. It takes some time, okay? So just FYI, should have said that yesterday, but it takes a day or two for it Mm. to all. So write your review, screenshot it before you hit send, okay? Before you send it into them, screenshot it. So then you can then take that screenshot, go to our DMs on at Boston versus the book, drop it in, and we will pull a name. Okay. Mm-hmm. So how we do it first time we'll do numbers tomorrow. I'll do letters. We'll figure out different ways of giving these away, but give me a little bit. I'm going to be mailing this out to you personally. You got to give me a little time because we have the draft this week and I'm stupid crazy. So I'm really busy, but next week I will put it in the mail. So you'll probably get it in like end of next week. The winners will get this. Okay. Nice. Just, just a little heads up as to what we're going to do. All right. So what I need from you, Dave is a number 
between one and 30. Pick me a number. Between 27. 27? 27? That's the number you're picking? 27? It's okay. today's date. Okay. okay, let's see. Um, 27, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. Wow. All right. So the winner of our first ever hat giveaway comes from a hammer down listener. Don. You said down, yeah. down, 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 whatever. For he says, this comes from Dale. Dale, love the show. I'm a next morning listener. Typically great show. Love to listen to like, on the way to work. I have over an hour commute. So the content is entertaining. Keep it Ooh. up fellas. Yeah. First heard of Dave on the hammer. Don been following him ever since heard That's Matt cool. with Dave for the first time. Now an avid listener of Matt's as well. Yes. Dale at dude in the mitten. <laughs> Twitter so, handle is, is that, is that Michigan? That's a Michigan guy. The I mitten, guess so. Right. He's the got mitten. He, he's got he's following 36 people and he has no followers himself so this dude like literally got on twitter i believe for either this contest or to just follow you and the hammer down boys that's fantastic <laughs> up in the mitten i think that's what they call michigan the mitten the mitten dude in the mitten is wow. our first ever winner i will dm you i'll need your address to send it in but congrats to at dude in the mitten. You were the first ever winner of a Bostonian versus the book hat. BVB hat giveaway. How about so, that? Tomorrow and Friday, give them away again. Okay. So once yes. a show, we're going to be giving these things away. We were going to do two, but they asked me to tone it down to one. So we're going to do one. So we do one per, per show. Okay. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. If you have not entered as of yet, you still have time. You can still do that. Yep. Again, at Boston versus the book, follow us. So you can send a DM. Go to Apple, go ahead and leave us leave a review, subscribe while you're there. Why not? And then screenshot your review, positive, negative. I don't care. We're not going right, to be mad. Yeah. If you're pissed oh. off at us for whatever reason, you're like, Matt sucks. That's fine. You can say whatever you're going to do. Say Dave sucks too. It's all good. Yeah. So just leave it and go ahead. And then tomorrow we'll do another Wrong, review. But- <laughs> we'll do another review coming up tomorrow uh, and another <laughs> giveaway for you guys here. So there you go. So. Dude in the Mitten is our first ever winner of the of a Boston University of the Book. BVB Brigade. The BVB Brigade. Present and accounted for, sir. First hat given out. More hats. Well, it's going to be a prize pack, too. I mean, it, 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 it'll be, we'll oh, see yeah. what, we'll see what it actually, what swag we can, what you can grab for you guys. Swipe. <laughs> how we can, yeah, how we can <laughs> grab onto it so you guys can have it and, and, and what we can do with it. So, right. Uh, oh, hats we picked up today at two o'clock. Just got that message. So there we go. That's, we've got we've got the hats. Excellent. Hats are available. Nice. Work. So good stuff. So uh did we ever find out, by the way, about lids and the BVB if someone is psychotic enough to wanting to go ahead and do this? Do, do we ever answer that question? Um I don't think we did. No, okay, but fine. I, I'll I'll find out. If someone's crazy enough, it would be amazing to do it. All right. Uh bucks are minus 12 tonight. It ain't enough. 12 tonight. You laying 12 points with with the Bucks tonight? I ain't taking the Bulls. <sighs> no way. Mine is 12. It's 12 and a half. Let me see. Is it 12 and a half now? Hold on. Holy yeah. Crap. There's wow. one 12 left circa. They just haven't played it there yet. It's 12 and a half everywhere. Wow. Yeah. 
I mean, it's an elimination game. It was 11 last night, and I thought about it. Decided against it. It's either, and the brigade knows this, and people listening to the show know this, it's either a, a Bucks or a stay away. Like, I have no interest in taking the Bulls. I don't, at what number, we'll, we'll play this game. Okay. I say you have to bet the Bulls today. Mm-hmm. How many points do I have to give you? 16. <laughs> You're always so greedy. You, why don't you just say 14 and a half or 15? You asked me, what do I need? Tell you what I need. I need 16. Can't give you 16 in an NBA game. I might get it in game. If I get 16, I'll bet the Bulls. You 100% are going to get this in game. Because <laughs> seriously, no. So that's that's a that's another good, you know, little lesson. Like if it's 12 and a half, the closing line starts the in-game line. Right. The Bucks get up six. It has to go to 16 or 17. That's crazy. Quick. So you'll be able to grab it early. This would be a good lesson if you if you need to watch the game and you're not really interested in it, watch the end game. Watch the fluctuations in this. Because if the Bucks get up 10, mm. line will be 25. Mm. You know, like early, because they, they take the closing line and add points. So you'll see Bucks minus 18 and a half fast and minus mm. 20, 20 and a half, whatever. It might be in peril. Like it, this may be the blowout where the you know the 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 Bulls say eh, but the Hawks were down fifteen in the fourth quarter. Eh, were they mm. down fifteen? They were down at least ten mm. in the fourth quarter yesterday, and they covered for the first time all season as a dog. The Bulls could cover the spread, but I ain't betting it. Yeah, it's it's. I would take the sixteen. Wait and see where you get the ceiling from a point total perspective, and I think the Bulls may be a play. Warriors are on the opposite line. It was ten last night. It's down to nine and a half, or at least it was this morning. Are we seeing even more line movement? What are you seeing with the Warriors? Last nine and a half across the board still. Uh uh-uh. uh. Was it now nine? Uh uh-uh. uh. Back up. Uh uh-uh. uh. Even lower. Eight and a half. It's even down even more. Okay. So big Eight steam. And a half. Big steam uh, coming in on. On this, I'm yeah. surprised. To be Somebody quite in the chat just said Caruso's out now too. Yeah, he was already. He was out the last game too. He has a concussion. No, no worth. No, no point in forcing that kid to play with a concussion. Right. So Levine's out. Caruso's out. They're just, they're just playing out the string. Um, Bucks are Denver, Bucks out Middleton though. So can Denver win this basketball game tonight? Outright, no. Mm-mm. Just played him pretty tough a couple times. No, yeah. blowout coming. Blowout coming. Okay. Disagree with the move, unless it's a head fake. Disagree with the move. Had to be a head fake yesterday on the Knights game. I still don't understand why they bet the Knights. <laughs> I mean, granted, it was a shootout loss. It could have gone either way, but my God. Um. So no chance for Denver tonight, huh? Just my opinion. I just don't think they match up well. I think on the road in a closeout situation, rest waiting for the Warriors, carving knives out. Yeah. And they lost the last game, so they're pissed. And that one came down to the end. I mean, mm-hmm. it was, yeah. 
Um, I think this will be closer. This isn't like blowout the whole game, right? This is this is Denver being competitive for at least the first half. I think even into the third quarter. This is if Golden State covers this number, mm-hmm. it's what they do in the last six minutes, simply. You know, well, they should bet in game then, obviously. Just wait to get a much better number. There you yeah. go. That's just just wait in game. I bet it pre, but I'll, we'll talk about that and better to book it. Uh yeah, I I don't I I don't like the Warriors' chances tonight. I mean, sorry, I don't like the Nuggets' chances tonight. I think they're walking into it to an absolute buzzsaw tonight. I do too. I mean, I, I don't I don't give them much of a chance, but when I hear like they have no chance, I mean, I've said that myself, and I don't think they have any chance either. Um. This is this is Warriors closeout. They see what's going on in Memphis and Minnesota. They get the winner of that series. Go seven. They're rooting for Minnesota. They can sit and relax. Yeah. Steph back back. Win it right. and just relax, right? Oh, it's perfect timing for that. Yeah. So props yeah. tonight. Did you did you come up with a prop bet from this game? From this game, um, our prop bet of the no, Alex, you know, it is on this game. Yes, it is. It I'll is. It. it is on this game. Yes, there is a prop bet in this game, but okay. hold on before we do that. All right. Two quick quarterback questions or, or, or football questions. Yep. If you're a team that needs a quarterback tomorrow night, you're on the clock or Friday, you're on the clock. Would you rather draft a rookie quarterback or would you rather trade for Baker Mayfield? Ooh. Am I ready to win right now, or do I need a holdover to the next one? Well, if you're drafting a quarterback, you, you you're not ready to win right now. So we're talking about teams like between like picks four and twenty. Wow. I mean, am I? I how long do I got to sign Baker for? One two year, years. two year deal, two year, two deal? year deal. Yeah. Okay. A show me a show me contract. Right. Right. That's a good question. I don't know. I, I mean, I think I'm drafting a, a quarterback because of his health issues. Like, I got to know that Baker's okay. He was so beat up last year. Some guys don't bounce back from that ever. So, like, I need to know. I would put him through the ringer. Um, But I think he could be a f- good fit somewhere. But personally, for me, I think I'm drafting a QB. What about you? I'm taking Baker. Are you? Yeah. Digging Baker. I like. See, that's the beauty of this show because we we do we we're not just it's not just for the show. Like I yeah. genuinely thought you were going to say draft a quarterback. I like He's Baker. Here's here's where I am with Baker. He's pissed off. I like Baker. I like pissed off players. I like players who have something to prove. Who have their now look. It's his last shot. Okay, where he comes in for him to be a legitimate starting quarterback in the NFL. This he gets on the field, he's going to have to prove that he can play in this league consistently and not throw interceptions and not be a walking turnover. But he had he's had games. I mean, I think he's you know a top twenty quarterback in the game, and I think you're getting him at a bargain basement price right now. That he's not winning a championship. Okay, I'm not saying. Make sure everyone's hearing me correctly. I'm not saying Baker Mayfield's going to go win a Super Bowl. What I'm saying is that I'd rather have Baker Mayfield over a quarterback coming out of college right now, who these kids are. Why won't San Francisco go sign? 
because they've got Trey Lance and they have to justify they passed up on Mac Jones. They've got, you know, baggage. They can't just go do that. They have to figure out, and they got Garoppolo baggage too. But I mean, so. if Baker Mayfield goes to Houston, mm-hmm. he ain't going to make it through the season. Okay, well, that's, but that's a different question though. I mean, that's more about your inability to protect your quarterback than it is whether Baker Mayfield should be your quarterback. That's what I mean. Like, I mean, you just said it. This is Baker's last shot. To be I mean, a legitimate, like, full-time starting quarterback, like a guy you put in there, you're going to build a team around him. This is it. He has one shot left. So he has to be selective where he goes, no? I guess so, yeah. But I think he's also going to have a chance to, you know, if he plays well and the line sucks and teams see that and they're like, okay, when he has time, he can complete or he can throw or he's doing everything he can do. I think he could find himself into into a spot where a team that loses their starter might need to go and trade for him. He, I think what the league is doing basically is saying, let's see what our starter does game two, game three, game four spring, you know, in, in training camp, they blow the knee out. Oh shit. We need a quarterback. Go get Baker. Save the season type of thing. Like we're good everywhere except the quarterback. Go get Baker Mayfield to come play. Is he the teams. guy you want coming into your team middle of season, or do you want? I, oh, I, I have I no think, question about that. I really, I, I don't question Baker Mayfield's motivation or leadership. I really don't. The guy, I mean, he plays through injury after injury after no injury. Doubt. No doubt. And that earns so much respect in that locker room when they see this dude with you know four bags of ice on every body part, and he's. Got a dislocated shoulder, a bum ankle, bad knee. Right. And he's just like, let's go ball. Let's go. Like, okay. That's I, I think that wins people over. That gets guys motivated. They play hurt. I just think he's in a shit situation in Cleveland. I just think he just got himself into a whole mess. Stefanski was the boy wonder in one year, and now he's hopefully keeping his job. Right. Okay. I just think Baker's gonna. I think he's got a lot left in the tank, personally. Unpopular opinion, but I think I I, I like where I like. I would like if I was a if, if the Patriots didn't have Mac Jones, I would want Baker Mayfield on the Patriots right now. That would fly in New England. Hell yeah, him Baker Mayfield would fly in New England. He just couldn't do the commercials that he's been doing. He have to stop all that nonsense. Well, that's I mean that's a big part of who ba- Baker Mayfield is. No, not anymore. You think State Farm or whoever is going to keep on putting him up there doing those commercials? He's done. Wow. Baker's, Baker's not a pitch guy anymore. His Q rating is low. <laughs> Life comes at you fast, bro. Man. He's not going He's to on everything. Good. Yep. In too much, probably. Whew. People got annoyed. People got sick of him. They were like, we don't want to see you anymore. Now, he, I mean, in all honesty, to shoot a commercial, you could do it in three days and you could be done. But it just ran over and over and over again. Over and over. But why do over. I? Why I love Jamie Foxx. But if I see another oh. King of Sportsbooks commercial, I'm like, man. How right. about the new Garnett one? I see that one? It. Oh, it's awful. It. So bad. Oh no. He's out out in his robe in the garden. His phone roars. He's like, look at me. Just won a bet. Like it's like the app, like the Bet MGM app, actually roars. It's really bad. Does it actually do that? No. Oh, I wish it did though. That'd be cool. It it, it should do that. When your bet cashes, your phone would roar. That'd be awesome. Oh, that'd be so cool. So so somebody should do that. That'd be awesome. I would love that. 
That'd be so neat. And like you just like you're randomly at dinner and your phone goes roar. You're like, I want a vet. Like that's awesome. I would love that. That'd be so cool. Like <laughs> instead of a, instead of a push notification, you get like a roar. Oh, that'd be sick. I would love that. That'd be so fun. Uh, doesn't do that though, but it'll be so. Oh uh, yeah, BetMGM. Put that in there. Make that actually part of the app. I'd bet more with you guys if you guys did that. I would love that. Hell yeah. Oh, why not? Be so I mean, fun. I guess. Listen, <laughs> hey, it might be. It might, you might have given away the idea. Somebody might no, actually. It's, it's do on the this. yeah. It's, it's on the. It's on a national TV ad that the the phone does this. His yeah, phone roars for a joke for the commercial. Now somebody no. may go. You know what? We should do this. They should do this. That would be smart. They should do that. We. I think it would be fun to do that. <laughs> do it. Every, every place has its own sound effect. I mean, all oh, be so cool. Like ding, like someone has like a has like a hockey siren. Oh yeah, we all, oh yeah. Some like Patriot bet wins. You get the foghorn. Oh, that'd be cool. Oh. How about you can pick your own sound? That'd be neat on the app. Pick your own sound effect when you won. That'd be There's awesome. An idea. Like ring, like the ring doorbell. You can pick different things for the ring Correct. doorbell. You just pick different sound effects when your bet cashes. Oh boy, I love that idea. Oh, somebody should totally steal that idea. That make your phone really fun. <laughs> it'd be awesome. Uh, one more football one. Debo Samuel. Traded or not traded in the next 48 hours. What the hell is going on right now with this? He's out there tweeting with horrendous grammar, talking about what's going on. But he's like, you, you know, just that, that tweet this morning was wacko from him. But he says no one knows anything, but the Jets are loudly tied to Debo Samuel with the 10th pick in the draft. I'm starting to think this could happen. I think so, too. I don't know. I don't. I'm trying to figure out. Who's sending out the signals? Like what, what smokes? Well, he wants this? out. We know he wants out. He doesn't want to be there. He wants to be paid. So, and the Jets are a team right now. That- Careful what you ask for. Mm. Go to the Jets. Like you understand what you're getting yourself into. You can take the money. You'd be out of football real quick. Yep. And on a four win football team. Absolutely. Yeah. Going know. to work for a four win football team stinks. What now, Matt? Fair, what'd you say? I said, ask Le'Veon Bell. Right. Yep. Same, Absolutely. Yeah. Same thing. I mean, he was good because he was in a good system. You get out of that system and, you know. Yeah. I mean, the it's first time that I remember this happening with NFL free agency for a wide receiver that thought maybe they were a number one, but they were really a number two. They were a 1A because of the number one was Alvin Harper. Do you remember Alvin Harper? Yes. Alvin Harper was unbelievable for the Dallas Cowboys. Michael Irvin was on the other side, and Emmett Smith was the running back. Trent Hakeman was the quarterback, and Alvin Harper wanted paid. And Alvin Harper took the money and went to Tampa Bay. When Tampa Bay, before the Brady era, when Tampa Bay stunk, he was out of football in two years. Done. He got hit a lot when he didn't have someone else to distract him or a running game to help make him get open more because he, you know, was going against the number two or number three defensive backs. And I remember thinking, was it worth it? I mean, I don't know. Like, how much bigger of a jump is it? Debo's in a good spot. He's got a coach who knows how to use him. Yes, they don't have the quarterback situation settled, but you know they will. It's a top five organization in football, is it not? San Francisco's no joke. 
top five. Yeah. I mean, I can. Yeah. All right. I'll subscribe to that. He's going to the Jets. Now, Soleil is awesome. I, I, I love what he's doing. You're a ways away from winning. Although maybe you have a quarterback. I mean, Zach Wilson could be good. Debo's going to be asked to to run the ball up more. <laughs> well, they have good receivers if they're healthy. I mean, the one thing that the Jets have done now is that I mean Elijah Moore that they've got some decent weapons catching the ball and adding adding Samuel. But the problem is is like Debo Samuel is a Swiss Army knife player in an offense that knows how to use him. Right. You go to the Jets where you're what? He wants to just be a wide receiver. He wants to get paid like a wide receiver. He doesn't want to be considered a running back. So does that mean you're going to throw the ball to him and you're not going to run the ball with him? Because Debo Samuel, every game was good for 70 yards on the game on the ground. So like it made him Debo Samuel. Correct. Yes. I mean, it's so like, I feel like there are very few organizations with the football acumen to know it. Like the Steelers, the Patriots, the Niners. Um, Don't you the, have to have to really be successful in stuff like that? The stability in the front office and the sideline, like the yeah. head coach has to be yeah. in a very secure position, right? Yeah, right. And and you don't, and the Jets are topsy turvy turn turnstile franchise. Like, so you're you're Debo's agent. You say, listen, dude, we'll get you paid. Yeah, I know you want to get paid. Going to the Jets is where he might hate, but he might he might hate Shanahan. That's the other kind of. That's I mean, okay. Like, but I, I I think teams like th- this is what's happening a lot in sports. It's happened because I'm a Patriot fan. So I can talk about this a lot in terms of like how like you can hate the coach all you want, but do you want to win? Like period. Do you want to be in a, in a situation where how much money is enough and do you want to win? And Patriot players, a lot of them are like, screw this old geezer. I want no part of him. And then they go to some team and they win five games. I mean, like Gronk and Brady are the only two players in my lifetime that have left New England on their own and won. Nobody else has. And it took a long time for them to leave New England. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not in their prime, but they left, you know, they, they left on their own and they went and won a ring. But most people that leave the Patriots, when they let somebody walk, normally what happens is they turn into just a guy. He's turning. Hey, new. same thing happened for the Steelers for a long, long time. Yep. They, they let people go, and it always was at the peak. They never really went on to go, yeah. you know, knock it out the park somewhere else. They, they make those decisions, and then you know you saw what happened with Le'Veon Bell. I mean, he just right. wanted paid, wanted paid, wanted paid. Look, we we're, this is what we do as a team. Do you want to be here or not? No. Okay, sit out. Sat out. Never been the same. Um, I mean, guys left years ago. I mean, Franco Harris finished his career in a Seattle Seahawks uniform. Mm. Unbelievable. Yep. No success. I mean, it's tough. All right, let's go to the props.com story of the day. This is a really cool story that we have up right now from Jim Barnes. That is all about very unique draft prop betting options. This is exotic, Dave. I'm not asking you to make a pick on this, but there is a guy from San Diego State, a punter, okay, who has the nickname Punt God. Pretty NCAA cool record for punting average per year. Okay, average 51.2 yards per punt, long of 86, 
Ray Guy Award winner, yeah. unanimous All American, All America team member. I wonder if Pat knows who he is. McAfee. This Matt, guy's got to be for the brand here. Yeah, a Matt Arazia. Arazia? Arazia. Arazia? I think. Okay. He's minus 400 to be the first special teams player drafted. He's followed by this punter from your team at Penn State, Jordan Stout. Then the that LSU play- punter. And then LSU place kicker Cade York at plus 900. You can also bet at Caesars, punt God's draft position. Are we going over or under 117 and a half, which is basically third, <laughs> third round, fourth round. 30, 30, 30. That's fourth round. It's a fourth round pick. Does he go before 117 and a half or over or under 117 and a half? What team is going to step out and draft a punter in the third round? <laughs> it's kind of like a kicker in a in a, in a, like a tenth round of a fantasy draft. Yeah, like who wants to be that guy? <laughs> you ain't ever want to be that guy. I mean, Unless the Raiders you... did take a, use a first round pick on a kicker once before, so teams can be dumb. I'd bet teams. over this. Would you bet? Would you bet under this? I I mean, on a fourth round pick, I I would bet over just simply because it's a punter. Punters are guys who were taken in the sixth round. Like, Good punter though can really turn a team from well, that's where like five hundred to five hundred. That's where a team that wants to win right now might say, "Hey, let's." I mean, the Patriots we need have a, a hell of a, Patriots have a hell of a punter. It's a weapon for the Patriots. If you got, I mean, McAfee can tell you about the weapon that he, he, you can be. I mean, it could be a difference between winning a game and losing a game, or winning a playoff game and losing a playoff game. Jordan just said in the chat, "This dude is awesome, but he's the kicker too." Oh, he's both. Okay. Yeah. So he's so now he got skills. I I mean, you trying to predict this draft is so hard. Yeah. There might be a team in the third round. Says, I just you know like what, these, I, I just like that he has a nickname called Punt God. Like that's sellable to a fan. He base. already won. Right. But like if you're if you're introducing your draft class on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, whatever, right? You're introducing a player, you took a punter, but he's got a nickname Punt God. I like that. <laughs> I love it. I, I don't fly, like it. I love it. That he flies won. to me. Yeah. He's going to get a lot of shit in the locker room. I can tell well, you that. Yeah. But it works. I mean, but, hey, punt oh, God. Yeah. What's up, punt God? <laughs> oh, man. They're going to put stuff up. Well, like but like, if he's good, like a real weapon, there's like t shirts you can make, there's hats you can make, this brand and merch. You know, you, you can do a lot if, if, if you've got some name recognition like this. NIL, baby. I hope he did. But now he's definitely going to get paid. San Diego State, though. So fourth round pick is a decent gig. You're you're on the roster. Someone takes the fourth round. You're drafted in the fourth round. You are on the roster next year. Oh, whoever drafts this kid is is drafting him to, to be on the team. He's got every shot to be on the team. I mean, the only thing he does is goes and kid forgets how to kick, can't make a field goal. Right. Starts punting, right. shanking punts. Is he a punter or a kicker or both? Or, you know, which does because if you can have one guy do both, does anybody in the NFL have one guy do both? It's a rarity. Uh, no, but to have Not, one guy as a backup kicker. Think about yeah, how right. many times a kicker got hurt this past year and a team had to go for two every time. Right. They didn't have another backup kicker. Now, if your punter kicks, at least you can make extra points. True. So, I mean, that, that adds to the portfolio. I, I still would bet it over, but I mean, it's a, it's not as easy as you would think. I guess. I don't know. I like it. 
I like I like the story, regardless of what happens. I'm gonna watch story's the phenomenal. Punt God. I'm gonna watch for the punt god on Friday to see where the punt god, if you could maybe sneak into the later part of the see, fourth this is round. Good. I'll mention the punt god and drop you in there and say, Hey, you yeah, you know, Matt told me about this guy, the punt god. Did <laughs> you know he's the punt god? From Let's San go. Diego State, special teams player, fourth round pick. Would you guys watch the fourth round and see if 117 and a half? So watch and see if he goes before or after. Fourth round seems to be a decent shot for him, though. So we'll see. All right, time for the bet prep prop of the day. Last night we missed on the hook, unfortunately. We had over three and a half made threes for the Ant Man. He hit three. He went three for nine. Plenty of looks, plenty of chances. Oh. Just didn't get there. So tonight, as mentioned before, Warriors, Andrew Wiggins, over 14 and a half points, minus 110 in both books. He has scored 15 or more in six of his last seven games at home. In four of his last five games after a loss, Warriors lost the last game to the Nuggets, 15 points or more. In two of his last four games of the playoffs, averaging 14.5 per game, which is right where his number is, book of taking the average, stuck it right on. Betting or booking Andrew Wiggins over 14 and a half tonight. Put the Warriors hat on just for this. I like it. Over. I agree. Garbage time over. I was going to say, because he'll stay in the game. Yep. Garbage time over. So if you're thinking blow up, yeah. um, we battle the... Uh, the danger of him being out of the game. Like if it's just, if it's Steph, he's out of the game. Right. Agreed. Andrew Wiggins is staying in the game. Agreed. Give me some points. Give me over 14 and a half. Yep. I would agree. Yep. Over on Wiggins today. All right. Uh, time now for better or book it. Better to book. It's being brought to you by flip the sport, the social sports book. You can play for free to win real money. Some today at getflift.com. Use the promo code props for a $25 deposit bonus terms and oh. conditions. Do apply let's go right to my old stand by what are we under 218 bulls bucks going back to the well you jumped off this ship jumped back on i jumped off once came back on hit it last game yeah coming back again i'm three and one betting this so far this year you would be four no correct because the unders come in every game so we're betting under you're going to bet the streak. You're betting under. It's gone down to 217 so far. Got a point of value there. Ain't enough. Under. <laughs> it's Bet been it. remarkable to watch because it's a blowout, right? So, like, I do say bet. We talked about it earlier. Bet the, the, the bucks, minus 12, minus 13, whatever you want to bet. Because I think it's a blowout. And I think... I don't think the Bulls score more than 95 points tonight. I think we're going to give 115 or so. So it'll be, you know, it won't be easy. I think we'll probably get it by five or six points, but I like the under tonight. Every number, 231, it started in game one. We're down to 218 in game five. <laughs> Every game's gone on. That's incredible. I mean, really, this is, the, this is, I, I, I could hear the, you know, these guys next to me, Z-Man and Joe and stuff. We The, the, the totals is what gets you in, in, this, in these NBA Playoffs, you, the numbers kind of just literally they make themselves. I mean, it's it's they're not always right, but at least they get up um, and get bet a certain way. The totals are hard. I'm worried now. You may have spoken this into being the bottom, but 
possible. I still like it. I still been like searching. it. It was two nineteen yeah. and a half last game. Went under by six and a half points. Right. All down, 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 down. Close game. No total blowout. I like it better than okay. Bet That's it. That's why I bet it. I think yep. it's an absolute. I, I think I, I. I mean, I'm personally on the Warriors minus eleven and a half. Bulls so. get a hundred. No. Bulls don't even get a hundred tonight. I just said it. Ninety five. Talking about me not listening to the show. You're not listening to the show. Just no, I'm 90. searching for the team total right now. 95, I said. Bulls get to 95. That's their that's their ceiling. So their team total tonight should be 101. It is. Uh, hold on. Right? Refresh. Or a little higher, I guess. There are so yeah. many markets for just a game now. Like, I mean, it's just. It's, that we don't have here, by the way. Correct. So many markets that we don't have. We, you're right. You're right. You're absolutely right. <laughs> They're up, but we don't have access to it in Vegas. Player points. I can't find the team total. Yeah. It's not under popular. Same game parlay. Hold on. I, I, I just can't believe it. I'm scrolling. I, can beat, I know I can beat you here. To this Away team beat. total points. 102 and a half, P. I was, I was close. So 102 and a half. You don't think they score 100? Mm-mm. Under on that. 102 and a half is now minus 120 on over. Fan to, the, to the over or the under? Under. Yeah. Under minus 120. Yep. Bet the under. But I'll go game under versus Bulls team total under. Right. Okay. That's good. I mean, if they don't get 102, if they don't get 100, it's going to be hard-pressed to go over the game total. Mm-hmm. Again, I think it's like 115.95. I think it's a 20-point win for the Bucks. Game goes under. There you go. So good score. Bucks, Bucks in the under is what I... Okay. Is my projection and pick for this. Okay. Uh, I told you I already laid this. Warriors minus nine tonight. I know it's eight and a half. You get a better number. My number's yeah. going against me. I don't think yeah. it matters. Yeah. Betting at a book in the Warriors by 10 or more tonight. <sighs> I want to bet this with you. I really, really do, but I don't know why. Something's my spider sense is tingling right now. Okay. And I'm being that book guy going, oh, you know what? That's too many points. It's over seven. It's I can hear myself talking to myself in my head. And I'm going to tell myself to just stop listening. I think I'm going to bet it. I think I'm going to bet it with you. Oh, very nice. I am. Um, Because if it's blowout central, like it's going to happen and they're going to cover. They're not going to win by seven. Bet it. Against my will. My head is, I I feel like that guy in, remember seeing an animal house? I got the one guy on my shoulder and the one guy. Lay it, lay it, lay it. No, take it, take it, take it. We'll we'll uh, we'll lay the points. Uh, by breaking news, the Houston, Cincinnati, and UCF move to the Big Twelve. Yeah. It's supposed to start for the twenty three twenty four academic year. So, so not this year, not this year, but next year. That's weird. Lame duck year in a conference. Yep. So Big 12 has already had scheduled discussions about a 14-team model for 23, 24, and 24, 25. Texas, Oklahoma still in the league. They've not left the SEC yet because they haven't left till 25. 
plus adding in Houston, Cincinnati, UCF, and BYU. That is a ridiculous 14-team model for the Big 12. Wait, for tw- Texas yeah. and Oklahoma are staying? No, they're leaving in 25. Remember, they want out, but they can't leave because of the the, the buyouts because of the penalties. So they're in until 25. I thought this unless was their last year. Unless the league lets them out. Everybody thinks that the SEC is going to let them in and the big 12 will let them out. Everyone thinks they're going to work it out, but not. So they're going to add the, the replacement teams in first before the Oklahoma, Texas departure happens. Oh, they're making them stay. Yeah. Not, I mean, it's $80 million they have to pay to get out. It's a lot of money for them to get out. So that's why that's why that's why they're being forced to be. I mean, they're playing hardball with them, but it's it's justified because of damn you're losing to pretty big amounts of, you know, it's a lot of it's a lot of it's a lot of of money. You're losing eyeballs. You're losing teams you are losing with Oklahoma and Texas going to the SEC. But uh, but it's interesting to see you're going to see those four teams go in. BYU joining the Big 12 is so weird to me. Like I, I was covering Iowa State the last time they tried to do this. The student body at Iowa State literally revolted at BYU potentially joining the Big 12. Wow. And now that nobody cares. Like, did we just like brush past the fact that they've got this code of conduct still? Like, no one's going to talk about this? Like, right. Okay. One of the biggest drinking schools. I can't wait to watch Iowa State fans go to Provo, Utah. <laughs> watch you. Thank you. That's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> Dang the allergies here and here and here. Favorite thing about today is what? Um, Other than allergies going away. So I have a small, I have a small request. Can we start the show tomorrow at about 1020 or 1030? Are we able to do that? 1030. 1030 our time. Interesting. I mean, I I have an appointment tomorrow, uh, but I don't want to rush. So is it, it or you can start it and I'll, I'll, I'll come in late. I forgot to ask you that before the show started, so it was kind of awkward that I just asked you right now. But um, we'll figure it out after the show if we can do it. Um, I'll I'll do this. I'll schedule a guest at the top, and we'll just go. I'll just have a guest on for the first twenty minutes, and then you can just join whenever you're done. Okay, at ten twenty. So I'll just I'll just put somebody on. Only because that that that's my favorite thing about today is that tomorrow. So Kendall is eight. And yep. I'm going to send you a picture that I may eventually end up tweet, but she had to do a project for her economics, second grade economics cool. fair. Okay. Which is tomorrow. And it's a group effort. Everything in this house is a group effort. Right. Maybe not so much for the teenagers right now. They're kind of on their own plan, but that you'll find that out in a few years. Yeah. For those of you with teenagers, <laughs> you'll understand. Um. But she came up with the idea for Kendall's cactus critters, which wait until you see these things. They are rocks, simply rocks, put in mini flower plants, painted green, designed with faces, different patterns, all these things. So we got to take them to school today, but they've been being worked on at the house for like a month. Grandma's involved. There's a lot of things happening. So tomorrow is is the economics fair. And she asked me to go. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, well, of course I got to go. Of course you got to go. See. Yeah. So she made a name tag. Her nickname at school, Kendall Sharapan, is Sharpie. 
I'm like, this can't be. <laughs> so that was that was my one of my very few nicknames that I had. Oh, really? Was, was Sharpie. Oh, okay. Yeah, because of Sharon Pan. Right. It's easy. But the double entendre for gambling is interesting. Is very interesting now, especially, <laughs> right? So uh -huh. she made a name tag. It says owner Kendall Sharapan, aka Sharpie. That's awesome. I cannot wait to go take a picture with her tomorrow <laughs> at the economic fair with this rack of rocks that the teacher offered her $20 cash for. Really? She said, these are the cutest things I've ever seen. I'll give you $20 if you'll save me one. Now, she's underpriced them at the economics fair because a lot of kids, you get rewarded throughout the year for doing your work and you get okay. money. And now you get to spend it. Oh. So this is. That's this a is, really interesting idea. I like that philosophy. That's great. Yeah. Make, make money and then be able to go spend the money. Problem yeah. is kids come home and now want money. This is, we've been having this discussion all year. They like, I did this. Well, give you me get that up. at school. They give you right. the school money. You don't get cash for that. This is part of the living yeah. here. When yeah. they tell you to empty the garbage, you empty the garbage. Yeah. So that's my favorite thing about today. Wait until you see these pictures. I literally think we could create a business with huh. cactus, Kendall's cactus critters. The way she spelled the Kendall, she spells it with a K. So they're, like, they're like ornaments that go into a cactus. You could pot. put you could put this as a as as a paperweight, a desk. Oh. Um, you know, you put it on your desk. If you, if I show you one, mm -hmm. I a hundred percent guarantee, and I never do that. I guarantee that Maddie will want one. Wow, one hundred percent. And every kid in Maddie's class will want, will one. want one. So very cool. Everything right. about the well, yeah. So they, well, well, absolutely. So what? What time? The ten twenty, ten thirty. What time? You uh, well, the thing starts tomorrow. I, I, I'm going to find out exactly what time she wants me there. Okay. I think she just wants me there at the beginning. I mean, Jessica's going in late to work. It starts at what time again? I believe it starts at nine fifteen or nine thirty. So I figure I'll be there for twenty minutes, a half hour. I'll scoop right. back over home. I should be home by ten fifteen or ten thirty at the latest. So if you schedule a guest, that's great. If you want to start the brigade, you know, tell them we're going to start at 1015. We'll start at 1015, whatever. Well, but, we'll start at 1005 and then I'll bring okay. somebody on at 1010. Okay. And then we'll, I'll have an interview with whoever for 15 minutes, just whatever, whoever we're going to talk about for 15, 20 minutes. And then you'll just pop in at 1025, 10, whatever. Yeah. And then we'll, and then we'll just do an hour after yeah. that, 1030, 1130 and we're good. That's what, yeah. Okay. It's draft day. So it's, you know, it's easy. And that will allow us to get out and figure out what the hell we're going to do. Because I mean, the other thing we may end up with tonight, we'll, we'll tweet that out. We might be at that thing tonight. Well, I got to go. I mean, I, I, we have to get our credentials today. Like that's, that's the thing I'm trying to figure out how the flip we do that. Oh, so yeah, it's one to five today to get, to get credentialed for the draft. So we'll figure that out. Okay. So that's my other, my other, when we're done here today, like I'm like scanning my scanning, my schedule going like, uh, I've got class at two 30. So that means I got to figure out how I can get to the get down class. It's till three 45. So you want to do it after class? Um, 
No, I'm trying to do it before. I'm trying to do it before class if I can. I'm gonna try to get out of here. I'm gonna try to wrap this, get it, get the show posted, and then go and see if I can figure out if I can get it. Okay. Before. Be there right at one o'clock when it opens, and then okay. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm gunning for, but I don't know if I'm going to be able to do that or not. All right, we'll figure right, that out. I, I got to look where I got to park sure. and everything else. So yeah. uh, my favorite thing about today is just that our city is about to be showcased in a very cool way. Yes. And as I mentioned, we have to go get our credentials today. So like, I'll get my first real look. Uh, it is interesting and fun and exciting to see the number of people. We had dinner last night with our friends from Bet Prep, and having those conversations about the company and what we're doing is super exciting. And then like seeing like Jared Smith and all the other people are coming in town or posting pictures and, you know, all the people that we know that we're going to see tonight, you know, at Circa, we'll, we'll be, be down there tonight and see a bunch yep. of people who were in town for that. Yep. It's, it's just neat. It's always a kind of a nice reminder of we don't have to go anywhere. <laughs> like they all, well, I mean, we did it in LA. This is kind of nice. Everybody's in our hometown and we can just yeah. go home. Yeah. It's beautiful. I mean, nice. it's simple. It's, it's, it's just nice. And everyone is now, um, you know, I think we're changing the mentality or the association with Vegas in a lot of ways, because, you know, when I was living in Omaha in Darren Sumner, who we were with last night from Bet Prep lives in Omaha and like all of the things that people, when they you say I'm from Omaha, like they think of, you know, prairies and tumbleweeds and like, do you have like steaks? Always yeah, think of steaks. Do you have running water? Like all, all the questions I used to get all the time. Oh. Of like, you know, people just don't, people think Omaha is, they think Nebraska, they think like middle of nowhere with cows everywhere. That's what they think of. <laughs> and Omaha's not like that. Omaha's a really cool town. It's a really fun city with a ton of really cool shit going on all the time. And I loved living there. It was so much fun. I've got really close friends of mine that I'm, you know, I'm still tight with today. We talked about AC yesterday. He's from Fremont, Nebraska. So, people that I know, people that I've been in touch with for a really long time. And I think what's interesting is that there are so many, uh, like Vegas used to be what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, right? That was the whole like pitch. Yeah. That's not the pitch anymore. You know, it's still an adult playground, but we're not marketing like debauchery anymore. We're not, we're, we're, we're marketing, we're marketing experiences. We're marketing shows and concerts and events and trips that come that you have pictures from that you want to show people versus yeah. like Matt's night last night, which you can't take pictures. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it's like those type of situations. So like, so like that, that's the difference with where we are today. So I, I like this a lot. I like where we are with Vegas a lot. Today will be the start of all the fun. I like it. So very, very cool guys. We're back tomorrow. A little bit of a change. Just keep a heads up. Don't get mad at us. We're back at 10.05 tomorrow, whatever. So I'll tweet out who's going to be the guest. We'll figure that out. I didn't know we were doing that. So I'll figure that out who that's going to be coming tomorrow. Dave's got a family thing. He'll be on a little bit late, but it's draft day. 5 p.m. You have five hours in Vegas. Five. And on the East Coast, you have five hours. 8 p.m. Eastern. No exceptions. It's all. your bet in. Get your bets in. If you want to bet the draft, heads up. Back tomorrow. He's Dave. I'm Matt. Thursday, draft day for Bostonian versus the book.